Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 26, meaning we're in Exodus chapter 1 and 2, and then Mark chapter 11, verse 26, through into chapter 12 and verse 12. As we begin to look at our Old Testament passage, we start a new book today, the book of Exodus. The book is named after the Hebrew word exodos, meaning to exit or to escape. And as we read through this book, it will become apparent how important the Exodus actually is. We're not told directly who wrote the book, but we do know that Moses wrote a fair chunk. So it's likely Moses and a possibly few others have compiled together this Exodus, this Exodus book. In these early chapters, we have the scene of Egypt and the people of God being sent. Notice in verse 7 that the people of God have become that great nation, just as the Lord promised Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They have become so large in number, they were a mighty people. Fearful of that people rising up against them, the Egyptians and the king sought to put the people under oppression and to make them slaves. For if they were slaves, they would have no power and no claim to the land. You notice in verse 12 that the more the people were oppressed, the more they grew and got to such a size that the Egyptians now feared their number. The Lord was blessing and adding to their number every day. The response from the Egyptians was to set yet more hardship, kill the sons, something that we see that the midwives refused to do, so throw the sons into the Nile. And all this was to reduce the working and fighting age of men and to reduce them in the Israelites' ranks. The powers that be in Egypt were terrified of losing power and so sought to take away the power from the Israelites by taking away their men. Chapter 2 really speaks of the sovereignty of God in all of this. Moses should have died in that Nile, but God had a plan for him. He was saved and raised into the house of Pharaoh. Yet Moses was a troubled man, a man with anger, and a man that led to murdering somebody because of that anger. In all of this, God was working out a plan. Notice in verse 24 of chapter 2. The Lord had seen and heard the groaning from his people, and he was about to do something about it. The Lord would show up and everything would change. Two things strike me about this passage. The first is how we can, in fear, behave and act as we try to hold on to the things that we want in this life. Yet the Lord has a plan for you. Trusting in him will lead you to hold on to Jesus and not the things of this world. Secondly, nothing can defeat God. Just look at how the great king tried to stop God's people, but it couldn't happen. Look how the plans of man tried to stop God, but it didn't happen. Look at our own situation, how a virus is trying to stop our world, yet God is still not defeated. God is always sovereign, always has a plan, and is always working. And what comfort we can find from that today as we rest on the Lord's plan, not ours, and not what we see around us. As we head into our New Testament passage, I should say that I've preached these two passages over the last two weeks and I would highly recommend heading to our website and listening or watching to part 38 and part 39 of the Mark series where I explain this reading from Mark's Gospel in great detail. For today though, let me take those application questions I used in the sermon and just ask them to you now today. Number one, what are your motivations? Number two, what do you give authority to? Number three, has the truth set you free? Number four, are you testing the patience of God? Number five, is Jesus the cornerstone of your life? And number six, have you accepted 
or rejected Jesus? Each one of these questions is lifted direct from the passage today and I would recommend and encourage you to spend some time on each of them seeking the Lord in your responses. For there was two people that responded to the Lord, the crowd and the Pharisees. The Pharisees rejected Jesus, the crowd accepted him. Who are you going to be like? The Pharisees in rejecting Jesus or the crowd in accepting him? I pray that you'll be led to know Jesus more and more as you go through these questions today. Let's come together and pray as we close our devotion time. Father, we do thank you for this wonderful book, Exodus, really showing us your sovereignty and care for your people. We thank you that you used a man like Moses, a man with failings, a man that brings us hope as we see our own failings in him. And Father, we thank you for the wonderful gospel of Mark, that we can see the truth that is Jesus and how Jesus captivated people, yet some chose to reject him. Father, we pray that many would accept Jesus today and that your kingdom would expand and flourish as people meet Jesus for the first time. We pray this in your precious name. Amen.